Hello and welcome to The Other Side of Reality with Kanan Harris and Bridget Tubbs. Listen as we discuss how we choose to see life from a different perspective. We hope you enjoy this week's episode of The Other Side of Reality. It's like, okay, how do we share? Um, and, you know, to get people to hear, because I, I get... Um, frustrated and I'm like okay I can't force people to hear what I'm saying I can't force them to you know to do what I'm saying so I have to find that happy medium of just sharing and those who are ready and those who um, are meant you know will receive it and I have to just like go of that outcome because when I focus on that outcome it's it's just dangerous for me <laughs> and it and it's Silences me, you know, because I'm then trying I focus to control. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I think you, yeah, you touched on the point. Like you just, you just said, you know, we, we're trying to focus on an outcome, and we don't know what the outcome's going to be, but we're trying to focus on what we think we have control over to make the best outcome. But in fact, there's, there's a better outcome. You know, God has even yet a better outcome than what we could imagine. Right. Yeah. Um, right. yeah, that's, you, you touched on that very point, like not controlling outcomes. Right. And, you know, and, and then a lot in the meeting today, you know, about um, being right, you know, and I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, it's like, I, you know, it's not important for me to be right. I want to get across um, doing what's right. It's like, that is my focus. I don't have to be right, but I want to do right. And... And I can't, and even if I do write, it doesn't mean that uh, people are going to see it as right, you know. It's just, uh, it's it's kind of a catch-22, but I don't get so caught up in being right. Because I know I'm not perfect, and I know that, you know, um, I make mistakes. But I always want to do what's right. And sometimes doing what's right seems very wrong. And so it gets confusing, you know. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but well, yeah, do, do the right all over thing. the place. You know, I, I thought mm-hmm. that we were, that was right. That's exactly right on track. You know, because we're we're asked to do the right thing, so it's a <clears throat> kind of a paradox. It's like, well, do you want to be right? You know, so I think that what's the difference between do you want to be right or do the right thing? The word, right. the difference mm-hmm. would be the words be or the words do. You know, so be right is different than do right. So. If the question is, do you right. want to be right or do you want to be happy? If it's different, if there's a contrast between being right and and being happy, but if we're called to do the right thing, I guess the question has to do. The question is about doing rather than being. Isn't that interesting? It's like you know, right? right. You know, well, I want to do right, but to be right, that's a different. That that becomes something different. Right. Yeah. And then, and then learning the balance of when to say something and when not to say something, you know, it's like I had an experience this weekend and I probably made an enemy with my neighbor, you know, Mm. um, Mm. protecting my other neighbor, (laughs) you know, Mm. but uh, it's a, a new, a new neighbor who moved in and young and, you know, and just, they had a lot of traffic this weekend, and it's like, okay, well, my neighbor to the right of me is um, a double amputee, so she has her her um, 
what do you call it, handicap parking right out front of her house. Mm-hmm. And so when she, when she left, uh, I think it was Saturday morning, and um, and my other neighbors, they just started, they parked there and was unloading stuff. And I thought, okay, well, when you're done unloading, you'll move, you know. Nope, they didn't. And uh, then she came back, and she's like, you know, hey. <laughs> um, and, you know, because she's, she's got to get her wheelchair, everything, you know. And um, there was an empty spot right next to my car. So it's like, you, you guys are being totally lazy. You didn't have to park where in her handicap. You could have parked on the other side of me. And anyway, so, uh, you know, she just kind of let it go. She struggled in in the normal parking place to get her wheelchair, you know, and I just watching this dispirated me, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and she told them, you know, I need you to move out of my spot. And they're like, Oh yeah, we will. As soon as we, you know, it's just rude. And it's like, you know, you should have immediately got your butt in that car and moved. You're all young. You have young kids running in and out, you know, it's like, it just irritated me to no end. So I, I I let it go, you know, and I talked to my neighbor about it, and, you know, we just kind of let it go. Well, I took Jada to get her hair done, and we came back that evening, and my neighbor had left again, and long and behold, the same people pulled up in her freaking parking place. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, did you not see what happened this morning and what you put her through? You know, so I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm just not going to say anything. If if she comes home though, and they're still there, then I'm gonna I'm gonna do something. And yep, she pulled up and she honked the horn, and the the guy was like, oh, you know. And I went outside, and I'm like, you you need to move your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Oh well, we will when I said no, not will now. You need to move it now. She's waiting right there. You know, it's like uh, you need to move it. Oh, well, I have a handicap sticker, too, and it's like, you know what? This is about respect. It's not your place. You don't live here. Move now. I was just, and he's like, chill. You don't have to get so, and I'm like, yeah, move it now. End of discussion. Move the vehicle. Mm-hmm. And, then and, he, uh, and, he, and he did. He moved it. Okay. Huh? So, you know what? So maybe maybe that was courage. You know, maybe you did the right thing. Was there any more to the story? No, I mean they moved, and uh, you know, and my and that was the end of the, that was the happy. end of the story. And that was the end of the story. Yes, yeah, okay. I'm we'll sure my name is Mud. That you know, but you know <laughs> what? But you know what? Guess what? I, I'm gonna, I would like to applaud you. I would like to applaud you for doing the right thing. I would like to apply, applaud you for acting out of courage. I would, the way that you tell that story, it appears to me that you acted out of courage. Now you have to think well. What do they think of me now? And that's the topic I think that came up in the meeting today, you know, which is mm-hmm. what they think of what they think of me. My reputation is none of my business. It doesn't matter, so, like you said. No. Yep, like you How said, do we yep. practice? How do we practice that as mm-hmm. a principle? How do we choose when we start to think about that? That's like I was trying to share the story about people were talking about me. Somebody was in a meeting. He calls me up. He says, hey, dude, they've been talking about you for 15 minutes. You know, you're not here. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, you know, immediately mm-hmm. my mind starts to think, well, who is it? What could I do about it? What are they saying? 
And I have to choose not to think that. And in choose, I have to practice the principle of um, my reputation is none of my business. You know, I have to practice the principle of what other people think of me is none of my business. And I have to not go there. I don't Mm -hmm. have to not go down that rabbit hole and choose not to go down that rabbit Mm -hmm. hole. So when I found that I was able to do that, because that's been a hard thing for me to do, you know, in the past through a lot of hardship, you know. When I found I was able to do right. that in that instance, it was actually, it felt like somebody asked the church, you know, the next day, you know, what was a God shot? And I was like, you know, I shared that story and I said it was a God shot for me because it made me realize I was able to do that, you know. I was mm-hmm. able not to go down that road of being concerned and in fear and worried about what other people <clears throat> think of me, you know. And it's right. just because of the principle of, you know, my reputation is none of my business. You know, it's a principle right. because I don't have any control about what, over what other people think of me. So that's the, so the extrapolation mm-hmm. of that principle, the things I can't change, what other people think of me is something that's none of my business. Right. You know, so then right. it's and, just and a it's, fact. It's, yeah. Right. And, and so where do mm-hmm. we find the strength? That's what I'm applauding with what you, what, what you just shared with me is, you know, because for me, what you just did, this is the right thing. I'm going to do the right thing. Here's this lady struggling. She's a WNPT. Somebody's got to do the right thing. Somebody's got to have courage. And that's what makes the world go round. You know, God bless you. Mm-hmm. God bless you for having courage and speaking for the voice, you know, being a voice for the voiceless. That's what this world's about. Yeah, yeah. And I think I just got so caught up with expectations, you know, because I – always think that people should think like I do, <laughs> you know. Well, you do, I'm but a, it, is, it, it, it makes, is the right thing. Now, you know. <laughs> yeah, but something in it, what is yeah. the right thing? You know, the, what is the right thing? Now, the question is, there's a couple of things like, you know, maybe it needs to be said, but do I need to be the one to say it? You know, that's 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 an interesting question right. for somebody like me who choose, choose, who often can be kind of the bull in the china shop personality and you know, my son says, well, you right. have no shame. You have no shame, Dad. You'll say anything that comes out of your mouth. And, you know, it's like, you know, yeah, that's I've got to, I've got to watch it, you know, for me. that's. But, mm-hmm. you know, so we had to weigh those kinds of things. You know, somebody like you and me, we don't have any trouble marching right up to, he said, I'll march right up to the principal's office, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And it's, and it's just, you know, like I was just so caught up the whole day of, because I'm thinking, okay, here's this neighbor. We've all met. She, she knows. And it's like, and you allowed this to happen. That's what really irritated me. It's like you allowed your friends, family, whatever, to park there. And you were right there, didn't say a word. You, you just let it happen. And that irritated me right. to no end. It's like, right. well, she you, may not uh, have the strength, you know, you know, she may not have the strength to stand. Who knows that your example, you know, may be an example of courage, you know. Now, the question has to do with, you know, for people like me and you, because I have to watch it, because I have a tendency to want to get into a fight. And so I've got to watch it. What am I carrying? So that's what I've got to be careful. You know, what uh-huh. is, my, is my motivation? Is I want to be in a fight? Is that my motivation, you know? So I've always <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. now this was a really interesting scripture. 
we want to turn this into an interesting scripture. This this scripture has been heavy on me all week because it was Sunday's scripture, and it's one of the it's it's been real powerful because it says, "Be angry, but do not sin, and do not relate to yourself." Yeah. And so it's it's interesting because it gives permission Absolutely. to be angry. It gives permission to be angry, you know. And so we heard that theme come up right. this week about, well, I never was allowed to be angry in my family, you know. And so I bottle it up, I bottle it up, and then I spew it out. And so that's kind of like, but that that's a prescription, you know. It's Ephesians, mm-hmm. what is it, four, uh, twenty, you know, something. But it's um, it's be angry. So the the fact that it gives us permission to be angry in the scripture and then it says but do not sin and do not let the sun go down your anger Mm -hmm. and do not leave room for the devil and so isn't that interesting so what is we it's suggesting we should be angry there's things you should be angry about right yeah and just make sure I don't sin in in the outcome (laughs) you know well then so what is sin and what is let the sun go down and what is make room for the devil? You know, what are those things? How do we just, what, how do you distinguish those mm-hmm. things from anger? You know, because anger can be righteous. You know, you right. are righteously angry. You know, over how they treated this lady, who had, you know, who, mm-hmm. was a, you know, who doesn't have the ability. You know, somebody needs to be angry on right. her behalf. Somebody does. Right. Right. But yeah. You know, so then do not sin. And do not let the sun go down on anger, and do not leave room for the devil. No. So what is that? Faith and fear, you know. So what are my thoughts about when I'm choosing? Right. When I say, well, I'm not, you know, should I do the right thing? I know what's the right thing to do. Sometimes it has to do with fear, you know. Well, what would the outcome be? Well, mm-hmm. then I'd be targeted. Mm-hmm. Well, well, then I have some, you know. Well, I have to walk around on eggshells, you know. Well. You know, what would be the outcome? Mm-hmm. We just started this conversation by saying we're not in the outcome business. <laughs> right, exactly. Right, yeah, because if we are, then that really stops us from doing the right thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like if I, yeah. if, I, if I think about the outcome, then I'm more than likely not going to do the right thing. I'm going to be quiet. But maybe what yeah. other voice? What Protect other voice myself. That's right, but see, you're called to be on in service on behalf of, you know, this is your neighbor, you know, love thy neighbor, you know, your neighbor's struggling, you know, what about the right. story? So that's why we need this, the, you know, that's why we need, you know, another guidebook, you know, we need another operating system, you know, other than the way of this world, mm-hmm. because the way of this world would say right. pass on by, you know, but what if you had ignored the need of your neighbor? Now, now that would be a more difficult place to be. You know, like it seems like you have a right. you had a choice. You know, you could either advocate for your one neighbor who has this need, or you could cower in fear from the other one who's doing her wrong. Like right. you were right there in that position to do something or not do something. And to my mind, you did the right thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna wake up, my tires are gonna be flashed. My, you know, well, it's but, like, but, but that's you, just, not, you know, crazy thinking, you know. But if you had, but uh-huh. if you had cowered in fear, you know, if you had, if you had not right. spoken up for the neighbor, would you? How might you be feeling today? Would you not? Would you be ashamed of of not having spoken up and watched her struggle yet right. again? You know. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. That would be, a, for to my mind, that would be Absolutely. a much better feeling. I would, I would much, I would much rather feel scared <laughs> that the, that guy's going to flash my tires. I'm sorry right. to say, you know, that's a bad feeling. But then to feel ashamed right. of myself for not spoken up on behalf of my right. my friend. Exactly. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's what these kids are dealing with, you know, because they're dealing with the bullies and such at school and. You know, like my daughter was mentioning right. the other day, well, they pick on this girl who's got a physical disability, and, you know, my daughter doesn't join in, but, you know, she hangs out, you know, with this group of girls. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. those kind of pressures, those kind of pressures are impacting our kids, you know, from a young age. Well, do you right. go with the bully, or do you go with the one, you know, who's, you know, who doesn't have a voice? You know, what's the right thing to do? Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, and I think we have to just prepare our children and just like, you know, with my granddaughter, it's like I have to speak truth in her life because life is cruel. Kids are cruel. You know, you're going to be made fun of. You're going to, you know, you're um, a little you're bigger than the other kids in your grade. It's going to happen. But what you need to know is who you are and you're loved and you, you know, you have to get that inner confidence, that peace, because we cannot control the other kids, cannot control, you know, because there's many times where I'd want to shake the parents, like, don't you teach your kids, man, you know, what are you doing? But, um, you know, and, but as a parent, too, uh, we're not always aware of what our kids do, you know, so it's just um, a matter of empowering and teaching our kids to look within and not you know, be a part of the crowd to go with the flow. You well, know? and then how do we? And, it, and it's not but, easy. You know, it's and we got to walk the walk. You know, and, and see, to my mind, that's the story of victory. What you just shared with me, I mean, is the story of victory because you said, mm-hmm. you know, what an example. You know, I'd love to say of my grandmother, well, she stood up on behalf of the woman. You know, yeah. Who? Oh, that's one. Of, that's the kind of person I right. want to be. You know, that's the kind of person that's by that's living by an example. Right. Stand up on behalf of the vulnerable. Stand on up on behalf of the voiceless, you know. What if you get your tires smashed? Well right. you did the right thing, you know? Blessed oh, well. are those. Yeah. Blessed exactly. are those, you know. Blessed are those who are persecuted. Right. You know, in my name's sake. Right. This is about So I mean it just makes yeah. it so simple. You know, I don't have to please people, I just have to please the one, you know, that just makes it so simple. And that's right. Yeah. You know, it would be so a simple. A yeah. Life. Keep that focus. Yeah. And we hold our head high, you know, and that's what has to be. You can walk out your door into both neighbors. You hold your head high because you did right. You did the right. Right. Thing. Exactly. <laughs> right. What a victory. That's living in victory. Right. Exactly. There. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yep. And like you said, live. you know, and it's it's showing and, and teaching and, you know, and like my grandmother's like, who would do that? Why would they do that? Like, oh, you know, so that's well, she just, knows you her know, grandmother. everybody just doesn't think like we do. She knows you go yeah. out, your example that you set for in real time, and you speak to the one, you just speak to them and say, do the right thing. You say, you know, this, you right. know, you, you take on the role of doing what is right, you know, in the situation, right on behalf of somebody 
you know, who's vulnerable. And that is that is right. the key. That is the difference. That is the only thing that makes a difference in this world. Otherwise, all is chaos. If we all just bowed in fear, you know, to the ones, you know, who were bullies, you know, we would, it would all would be lost. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean that's what and I. And I asked my granddaughter to go out, go out and help. See if, yeah, and I asked her to go out and see if Lisa needs help because that's right. Um, you know, because she had to park that's away right. down. You know, and so that's she right. she went out and um, you know, so it's like, oh my gosh. Let's teach them, and then let's get let's let let's give them the opportunity to do the right thing. Let's give them, like I was watching the comic. Right. Sinbad last night. He had he's a special. He's done about ten, ten years old. And I was watching it with my son, and he's saying, you know, I got to, <laughs> like my dad taught me, you know, by he said, go just uh, you know, help me put in this water heater, you know, <laughs> when he's eight years old, you know, he's holding up the water heater about to last, you know, he's like, because that sounds familiar, <laughs> because right. you know, let's give him the opportunity <laughs> to work alongside us, you know, let's give him the opportunity to lend their hands to help, you know, um, and to see us, right. you know, and that's, that's how they learn. Um, and so, I mean, what an opportunity, what a, what a tremendous opportunity. That may be a story that Jada has for the rest of her life. I was with my grandmother and she stepped out and she spoke up, <laughs> you know, what an example. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, isn't it power? Yeah. It's power. It is power. Yeah. Because we have a choice to live with our head held high or to cower in fear. You know, that's our choice every day. And I've got to stand before right. my, I mean, I'm, I know I, be, I can get religious about it, but I, I've got to stand before my God one day. I'm going to look, or I, I've got to look at myself in the right. mirror, you know. And I would rather, right. couldn't you not be, yeah. you not be ashamed to not have spoken up on behalf of your dear neighbor? Would you not be ashamed to not? Right, exactly, totally. Yeah, I'd be like, look, you turned your head and you went back to your work mm. and you just ignored mm. what was happening. Oh, well, that's like, exactly uh, what the Bible tells us not to not, do. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's exactly mm-hmm. what it says we can't do. You know, that's where that's what convicts me. You know, because the world wants to say we have to live in fear. You know, that's what the world wants to say. Oh, just get a little right. along to get along. Right. You know, right. But the Bible says you're supposed right. to do what's right. Yeah. Now. Um, I can't help it. You know, it's just Absolutely. like, oh, well, I appreciate this. I do appreciate this conversation because I struggle with the same things about, well, you don't want to rock the boat, you know, and, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, but then and, I and struggle the, with. And then, Kanan, and this is what, what happened to the next day, you know, when I was saying about tires and stuff, um, they had a flat and I'm, I'm not trying, you know, it's like, Lord, you got to help me with this. Because I'm like, yeah, you know, yep, justification. And it's like, no, Bridget, don't get cocky. Don't get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like um, they had a yeah, flat who tire. And who knows if there wasn't some kind of intent. But ultimately, this is a fascinating question. What does that cost? And mm-hmm. this is your, is your, mm-hmm. is your integrity <laughs> worth that cost? Is it if, if right. that costs you? You see what I'm saying? Right. That's your integrity. Right. <laughs> Isn't that power? Right. You know. Right. Yes. That's yeah. where the power comes from. So I have to. I have to. 
yeah, and I have to work on myself to be like not self indignant, you know, like ha ha ha. Well, but we know, do. Right? We're human. Yeah, we're we're human. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's our flesh. You know, but ultimately, that's where the power comes from. You know, why did they? You know, because even even despite the consequences, I'm going to do the right, right thing because the consequences to your heart and to your soul and to your sense of right. self, if you don't do the right thing, are worth far more than replacing your tire. You know, right? Absolutely, I mean, absolutely. Yep. Mm. I want to replace my soul. Yep. <laughs> yep. Isn't that rubber, rubber, rubber soul? Wasn't that a, wasn't that a Beatles album? Rubber rubber soul. <laughs> so it, it's just, I mean, it is very, I mean, this is a, such a powerful lesson. It's just so powerful in regards to, you know, be angry, you know, and where, where, where do we act? You know, where do we act on behalf of the, 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 the ones who are, Oppress. You know, what if the person right. doesn't act? You know, and I get convicted of my own, you know, about where I haven't acted. I, you know, it's, you know, that's what this conversation is really, it's really powerful because, you know, I, if, if that principle was to be true all across the board, you know, there might mm-hmm. be places I would need to speak where right now I'm not speaking because I don't want to rock the boat. You know, at the same time, I have to weigh, well, you know, do I? Am I the one who's responsible? To speak? You know, that's that's the other thing I have to weigh. Um, mm-hmm. So it is. It's it's discernment, and I mean, I'm feeling it in my gut right now. You know, in regards to this, right. you know, I'm feeling it down in my like solar plexus. <clears throat> that's uh-huh. that's how that's how powerful this message is right here. You know, I'm feeling it way way deep down because it's exactly the same kind of stuff that I struggle with. Because if you apply that principle of do what is right across the board and let God be responsible for the outcome, you know, right. that is, you right. know, but that, then you have to weigh that against, you know, our mistaken sense of self. Like I heard you say one time, well, I would have marched right up to the principal's office, you know, and we have right. to be, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, to my mind, I have to be on guard for self-righteousness, you know. So there's right, there's righteousness, and there's being the vehicle. Lord, let me be an instrument of your peace, you know. Where there is hatred, let right. me feel love, and such as that. There's like being an instrument of God, and then on the other hand, there's self-righteousness that can very easily exactly. be mistaken. Absolutely, <laughs> Lord, I've done that enough. I have done that enough. Yep, I have definitely crossed that bridge before. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the discernment, you know. That's the question. That's kind of what the way of uh-huh. getting down to that question of when do we act? You know, that was right. a, you know, we had a lot of right. conversation about that this morning. You know, when do we act and when do we not act? You know, right. The things I can change and the things I cannot change. Right. Exactly. And the wisdom to know the difference. And sometimes the courage, like, oh, I think I can change. change. Yep. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so courage. I mean, and that's what I recognized in the moment. Sometimes the anger gives us courage. You know, this is not right. Right. Somebody needs right. to know. Watch the woman. I mean, to my mind, the woman struggling second time. You know, same guy right. in handicap spot. You yeah. can see it. Yeah. Right there. Like, ah, yeah. My mind is <laughs> it still gets me. The nose yeah. on your face. 
Right, exactly. This is right. Right. This is on behalf of somebody else. Right. I mean, obviously, this is on behalf of. I mean, it fits all the categories. It's the right thing. Right. It's the second time. Exactly. It's on on behalf of somebody else. (laughs) So right, clearly, this is the right thing. And it's and it's just um, asking ourselves those simple questions, like, what's the right thing to do? It's just kind of like, um, you can always justify sin, but um. When it's about God, you know, it's yes or no. There's no confusion. Pretty clear. So when it's confusion clear. comes into play, then you know. <laughs> Somebody else well, is trying to deter you to go a different way. Well, I can, I can you see the temptation to not do speak up would be the temptation of fear. And if you do happen to be, if your character happens to be so formed that you're ready to speak up against the injustice, then, you know, that is, that's actually, you know, that's an attribute to, you know the your your parents and the ones you know who who set you on that path. Right. You know, I mean, so right. I would say yeah, yeah, that, absolutely that, that, Yeah. There are times a lot. You know, people were articulating that. You know, as we were discussing in our discussion this morning, where you know there are times to do the when you do need to do the right thing. And, and who else? You know, that's where the parable of the Good Samaritan is. You know, I mean. Mm-hmm. There are people pass this guy by on the road, right? The people who are on the, you know, who are the the high muckety mucks, you know, and then they pass this guy right. by on the side of the road, you know. I mean, God bless. And then, I mean, we right. are all guilty, you know. That's where I, oh, right. you know, absolutely, yeah, yep. But I appreciate that story because that's a story of courage, and I have to say, I admire it. I admire the courage. So I can speak and, you know, it's, I didn't have to feel the pain of, you know, getting a flat tire and whatever it is, you know, you know, I didn't have to feel that right. pain. So I can, you know, maybe it's easy for me to say, you know, you know, you did a, you know, but I didn't have to feel the pain that came from having, from doing the right thing. But the right. pain of not having done the right thing is worse because it's so it's far greater, far greater. Yes. Yes. And it starts to breed as a different part of who you are. Yeah. So it's, it's important. It's a to low part. Quickly. That's a that's a, yeah. that's a low person. That's that is not that kind of creeping kind of fear. You know, that person who's you know who's creeping along in fear like that. You know, it's kind of like the golem. You know, like what uh, right mm-hmm. what he was mentioning. You know, that kind of golem character. You know, it's. That's where that book, you know, that story of the Lord of the Rings. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but the character. Oh, definitely. Um, I, I I wore the whole. I were I had the series as a younger child. I loved it. Oh, yes, I read every yeah. book. <laughs> yeah. We could use like that. Talking, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, because yeah. there's a. Well, we could talk a lot about because I did too, and it's a huge spiritual metaphor. Particularly, I just read my daughter The Hobbit for the first time, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I don't want to read Love it. I don't want to read yeah. it." And I read the first chapter, uh-huh. and she was like, "Oh, I want to read it," you know. And but it, the character yeah. of Gollum uh-huh. and Bilbo, because Gollum is kind of uh-huh. you know, is, is developed into sort of the shadow side of Frodo, exactly. you know, in the later books. It's like mm-hmm. this is what you could right. become, you know, if you right. surrender this is to in that you. Side this of, is, yeah. yeah, it's like this is in you, so be careful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you surrender exactly. to that type of that. like low mm-hmm. motivation, my precious, you know. Right. And if you're seeking, which right. is kind right. of just seeking, self-seeking, you know, if you're, if that becomes your motivation, just self-seeking and, and self-protection and going down into a hole and, you know, just to protect yourself, right. you know, then that's what you can right. become, you know. Right. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, there's, yep. it's, we can't, you know, avoiding pain is not the final, it's not the final answer. It's like being in service no. to something larger than ourselves, you know, that's. Right. To meet it head on. And I'm, I, I'm grateful for the tools I received in AA because I can use those tools with my granddaughter and I can um, talk facts and, and, and teach her how to go through pain and meet it head on because it's coming. It's not going to go mm-hmm. away. It's coming. So, you know, the joy of being able to be a grandmother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, does it get any better it than that? It ain't easy, but it's, you know, it's just, uh, <laughs> but you'll get Ooh, to be the grandmother, yeah. you know, because one day, you know, we're all going to go to heaven one day, you know, and that's, that's its own right. reward, you know, right. of course, you know, that's glory. But, you know, the, you know, right. and she'll have some, she'll, she'll, she'll be able, you know, to say, I can see my my grandmother, the example of doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. She can point, you know, yeah. forever after, forever after. I mean, those are the most important things that we can do, really. You know, we could we could do, uh, you know, we you could we could be a, a talk show host or you know the king or the president or right. the mayor or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, to make a difference like that and to be that actual living example, like what you just did right in front of Jada. Like that is like the number one thing that a person can do to make a difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, for real, for real. Yeah. And the fact that you're, you know, troubled over it, like because this is the world we live in, where you know, mean people suck, and you know, and you know, people are retaliatory, and you know, don't have any mm-hmm. ethics, and you know, whatever, you know, it's. It's, yeah, it's a they cruel just world. It's just, yeah, you know? it is. It is. But I mean, yep. my prayer you is know. that you know they'll just you know they they've done their retaliation, you know, and you just hold your head high. I mean, that young neighbor of yours, you know, is it now? Is that the same one who knocked on your door to around the fire? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the same neighbor. Well, look at that. See, she did you. She did do you a good turn. She did do you. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And 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 I'm just like, you know, yeah, it's like I'm not going to let this deteriorate of who she, you know what I'm saying? This is something. Well, she sure enough did. They're young. They're just, you know. She sure enough did you a good turn because she did knock on your door, you know, and let you know about that fire. And that's a a kind of thing. So I wouldn't be surprised if she doesn't have the courage herself to speak up. You know, she may very well see what the right thing is to do, and she may not have the courage herself, you know, to speak up. Right. In yeah. the face of that thing. Right. You know, so and, and I and may, I do see the the rest of the weekend though that um, she did. I mean, they were parking down the street. I mean, because she had like a, oh, a, a baby shower or something, you. and so it's like you know, it, it definitely. Um, it hit home you made a difference. You know. Well, so, and who knows? You may you may yeah. be for her the very example of the ability of somebody to speak up with courage in the face of injustice. She may have been standing right there thinking, if only I had the courage, you know, and you showed it. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows who you served yeah. as an example, you know, that day. Right. And so you hold your head high, you know. I think that's what this is about, you know. And I think, but then we have to hold that mirror up to ourselves and say, well, am I taking my, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be transferring, you know, this over into this situation and I don't want to be smug you know or self-righteous because it it goes back to that question of be 
um, rather than, you know, do the right thing rather than, you know, be right. Yeah, I don't want to be right. Exactly. To be right. Yeah, I don't want to be right. Smug. I want to do right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and as far yeah. as back as I can remember, younger and all, it's always been like, I always want to do right. I don't have to be right. I just want to do what's mm-hmm. right. Always have that. Well, so, and there's a different matter. I'm not trying to be right. Yeah. Because then I'm we trying get to self be right. satisfied. If we if we try to be right, I mean, it's a it becomes a different in spirit, you know. Because then if I'm be right, it's Dudley do right, right? It's not Dudley be right. So right. I don't even know who that is. But it's exactly, like, yeah. You, <laughs> do right. <laughs> yeah, not to be right. Yeah, because if I'm trying right. to be right, if I'm yeah, if I'm trying to be right, I'm going to change everything and try to do the outcome and everything. I'm going to make it all, you know. I'm going to be right. Working all, yeah. Mm -hmm. If I'm trying to be right, I'll have that smug and self-satisfied smirk on my face that I'm right. And see, and everybody can see that even better than I can because it's it's just it's a totally different motivation. So the be right motivation (laughs) is an ugly thing, but the do right motivation it's it's just kind of like we say into action, you know. So. And it's kind of like what right. I said about the contrary action. So it's like, well, I was tempted. The guy calls me up and says, they're talking bad about you. And I could get on that meeting right then and see who was talking bad about me. And I had to, uh, I mean, that's the that's the temptation that I have to avoid. Like, you know, that's kind mm-hmm. of maybe the opposite end of it. But like, you know, and I guess I'm still talking about it, you know, because I, I, you know, in thinking about it, you know, I I had to realize right. that what I'm thinking about is I'm thinking about the victory over, um, you know, just into action. Like, you know, right. those, are, those are kind of rabbit holes. You can go down those rabbit holes and you can go forever, you know, thinking about, well, what does somebody think? Right. Or who is, who is thinking there? What are they thinking? Right. right. What's going to happen? Or, you know, yeah. they're just total rabbit holes. Mhm. Right. And I think the soothing thing about doing what's right is because like in the in the Bible when you do what's right God has got you. He's 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 your mm-hmm. you know, he's mm-hmm. your vindicator, he's your everything. Mm-hmm. He's going to be right there for you, but if you go on your own, yeah, yeah the outcome's going to be a lot different. <laughs> a well, lot different. That's right. So, well, that's you know, right. so I try to keep in mind that, you know, if I'm, you know, um, I need, I need my God on my side, God. you know. That's mm-hmm. the qualification that mm-hmm. says, you know, God will make all things, you know, for the good, for those who love and serve God. So, you know, we do have that part on us, right, in order for God. And what I notice sometimes is I get little things, little nicks, little, sometimes little serious actual nicks, like I've had a, some cuts on my hands lately because and i can notice it if i get distracted you know what i'm saying like um this has happened like one time i was distracted i was washing dishes i was at a different you know uh-huh. uh, i was a did something that wasn't in my house and they had a cheap set of dishes and it sliced my hand because i was distracted i was trying to do too many things at once and i had to think about well what was my mind on a couple you know or something little thing little, little ding now that may be a little bit too mystical but I did it the other day. I sliced my hand on the grinder because I'm not paying attention. Now, those mm-hmm. are kind of real ready examples. But, mm-hmm. you know, how does that happen in the larger life? Like if I'm distracted, if I'm not paying attention, if I'm thinking about something, giving my thoughts to something I shouldn't be, sometimes will I get some kind of a ding, you know, from the universe or from the, mm-hmm. you know, 
will God throw up some kind of a, you know, a, a roadblock or something like that? I mean, does God work that way? Um, maybe. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that's, yeah. that's where there's a difference between being in my will and being in God's will. And if I'm paying attention, I can see, you know, God is laying out a path. Right. Right. And I can see if I right. pray from that path, I'm going to get dinged. Right. I mean, and I think it's just, you know, if we keep it simple, like the Bible says, you know, have childlike faith, it's because God is our father and he's going to love us as his children. And as we love our children, you know, sometimes you have to let them walk into the fire mm-hmm. to get burned yeah. to learn a lesson, you know? And, well, that's so, another thing that Sinbad said. He said you know, his dad, his dad just said he gave him a butter knife, and he said, "Stick it in that light socket." <laughs> and he did. And he said, and he got shocked, and he said, "I'll never do it again." And he said, "Oh, don't show your brother." He said, "You know, because that's not <laughs> he was saying that's old school." You know, right. the parents taught you the lesson. You know, by that experience, you know, once you stick the butter knife in the light socket once, you're never going to do it again. Right. Yeah. So. And it's just like, and, and just like when we have to intervene, just like, you know, when God has to intervene, if, if your child's running out to the street and a car's coming, you're going to go snatch him up. You're not going to be like, oh, you know, well, we'll see what happens, you know, and That's I think right. the same way. And when the you child see doing something like really it. stupid and headed, yep, and he's going to just snatch you up and turn you around. And it's like, oh. But the child may okay. not like it, but he may not know. understand it. Right. Mm-hmm. We don't understand it, but it's like, okay, I'm glad you did, you know, down the road when we learn. Yeah. Well, and that's the yep, part yeah. prerogative, I guess, you know, probably always, you know, towards a child. That, that's the part that I don't know yet because my oldest is 16 and a half, and so I don't know yet what it's like to have an adult child out there making <clears> some <throat> decisions out from under my roof. And so, you know, from what I understand, that can right. be the mm-hmm. hardest, that can be the hardest hardest part, you know, because, uh, you know, how do I block, you know, block for him or not block for him, you know, how do I let him take mm-hmm. the hit, you know, or or what hits right. do I block, you know, what hits do I, do I help, you know, do I keep him from taking, you know, those are the kind of questions that I've yet, you know, we've had some experience with it, but my kids right. are still under our roof, so, you know, there's a lot right. of things that we, we have yet to experience. Right, but, and and why they're under your roof? That's where the the key answer right there is teaching now why they're under your roof because yeah, there's going to be a time when they're not, and then we have to believe that we put in the tools and that they're going to eventually do the right thing, and that's where that quiet love comes in. Love me quietly, pray for me always, but love me quietly. Let me do and find out for myself because we all have our journey, uh, as painful yeah. as some may be, more than others. You know, we have to sometimes let them fall down, you know, because the sooner we let them fall down, it's easier to get back up. But if we keep picking them up, they're going to yeah. fall, keep falling and going to fall hard and not be able to get back up. That's just well, they won't develop it, their, their leg muscles, you know. That's my, my little girl is taking right. karate right now. And, you know, one of the first things they teach them is, well, when you mm-hmm. fall, you've got to get into this kind of crouch. So you have balance and you can get back right. up because once they knock you down, if you can't get your balance, you know, you're out of luck. And, you know, so it's a pretty, 
you know, but if they don't have the LECMA, if we're just keep picking them back up, you know, they're not going to be able to develop right. that ability you know. to get back up. Um, exactly. And yeah, it's just kind of like teaching Amanda fish. Yeah, it's like if we don't develop those things, then they're not going to have the tools to reach into to get. And then sometimes you can give them all the tools you want, and you're still going to, you know, they're going to reach for something else, and we have to be okay with that and because God knows what he's doing, you know. Well, and that's where, yeah, I mean, who knows? And may, maybe they, you know, there's a lot of, there's many ways my son is better equipped, perhaps, you know, than I am. You know, it's like there's strengths he has that I, that I don't have, you know. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. so it's interesting. You know, there's things I feel real obligated to, to pass on to him, you know, but at the same time, you know, I had to go. I mean, you know, it took me a long time to to mm-hmm. get to this place, and I'm not in some kind of a perfect place. And who know, and he knows that better than anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, he knows my sins better than anybody. Right. You know, that's where they say, you know, you shouldn't sponsor, you know, your own, you know, family members or, you know. Family, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so what does that mean for our <laughs> Like I heard Horace say this morning, he said, uh, you know, I don't touch them my children anything, you know. And I just love it, you know, and that's a, I mm-hmm. hear that from people. Right. I do hear that from people. It seems to be the wisdom of experience, you know, but that's a really hard thing right. to digest, you know, particularly when they're under my roof. Definitely. Still. 